1: This is IGN. Wild Hearts Review Do you dream of the chance to get drop kicked by a lava monkey the size of a building? Of course you do. And goodness gracious is Wild Hearts excited to make that dream a reality. Omega Force and EA's take on co-op monster hunting is a remarkably familiar one spicing up enormous elemental animal fights across its gorgeous feudal Japanese locations with on-the-fly building mechanics. But even though its crystal-clear inspirations led to unavoidable comparisons that aren't always flattering for Wild Hearts, learning how to best take advantage of its karakuri contraptions both in and out of fights is always a lot of fun. Let me be perfectly blunt. It's nearly impossible to talk about Wild Hearts without bringing up Monster Hunter. That's not to put it down as a clone or anything, as developer Koei Tecmo provides plenty of interesting additions and fun little twists to the formula. But in pretty much every way that counts, Wild Hearts is so fundamentally Monster Hunter that you could very easily mistake it for the newest game in Capcom's series if it weren't for the name. That's true of its giant monster-slaying missions, which have you whittling down your opponent and breaking their body parts as you pick up materials, while chasing them from arena to arena. It's true of its crafting-based equipment progression, which has you turning those fearsome beasts into cool pairs of pants, with your choice of eight drastically different weapon types. And it's even true of its campaign structure, which continuously escalates and remixes previous encounters alongside a fine but largely ignorable story about a town struggling against local creatures that have unexpectedly started attacking outside of their usual territory. Importantly, Wild Hearts plays this recognizable part very well, making it extremely easy to recommend to any current Monster Hunter fan hungry for new prey. Its combat recaptures that excellent mix of tactical and terrifying, pushing you to be thoughtful about your attacks and pick your moments carefully against foes many times your size some of which can make your health bar disappear in the blink of an eye. Dodging is your best friend, and depending on your choice of weapon, attacks often lock you into animations that make you a sitting duck until you finish them, although Wild Hearts follows in the footsteps of recent monster hunters by increasing your mobility quite a bit, even giving you a dedicated jump button. Combat is as much about learning the ins and outs of each monster, your weapon's capabilities, and even the terrain around you as it is about actually executing the right button inputs. But because Wild Hearts is not actually a Monster Hunter game, it gets to unburden itself from certain mechanics that have started to feel a little dated as Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise continue to streamline and modernize that two-decade-old series. I didn't miss things like weapon sharpening or cluttered inventory management, and the simplified nature of stat-boosting food and support items meant I always felt like I was spending more time out in the field and less on pre-hunt prep. At the same time, Wild Hearts does lose a little bit of the complexity I enjoy about Monster Hunter, along with those clunkier parts. For example, you can't choose to capture monsters, they don't get tired or go to sleep and their rage mode simply seems to trigger when they hit a certain damage threshold, which makes fights play out more similarly from hunt to hunt. But the ground-up approach Wild Hearts has taken does mean it's simpler to pick up, making it easier for me to recommend to brand-new hunters than even Rise was. Wild Hearts is a visual conundrum to me, simultaneously one of the prettiest and muddiest games I've seen in recent years. It didn't run super consistently when I first tried it on my PC, which has an RTX 3080 paired with a now well-aged i5-8400 CPU, so I spent most of my time playing on PS5, where I was both wowed and perplexed. The actual design of its world is often stunning, with fields of flowers and blossoming trees a real sight to behold, frequently changing into different seasons as the story progresses as well. But then every so often, that beauty is paired with strangely low-quality texture pop-in, flickering lighting issues, and what is undoubtedly the worst-looking snowfall effect I have seen in a video game. I do think it all balances out in Wild Heart's favor, and makes for a very lovely game overall. But those issues can add some unexpected stress to fights. Outside of your mechanical contraptions, each of the eight different weapons play very differently from one another during a monster encounter. There are your simple-to-understand options like a middle-of-the-road katana, giant-but-slow greatsword, or, well, literally just a gun. But there are also a couple of unique choices like the quick-bladed umbrella that's built around parrying attacks. Wild hearts combat is always a fun dance of reading attack patterns and timing both strikes and dodges well, but it was admittedly a little daunting until I found the weapon that clicked with me, the claw blade. This fast slicing knife also lets you pretty much fly through the air after hooking onto a monster, making for some absolutely epic moments as you strike from above. The monsters themselves are all fun to fight too, with their cool and creative designs each boiling down to normal animal plus elemental type multiplied by big. That could be the poison-based fume beak crow, the icy death stalker wolf, or the aforementioned fire-based lava back monkey. It's always satisfying to learn their behaviors and turn an initially challenging encounter into something trivial through practice and grinding alone. Although it should be said that Wild Hearts really feels like it wants you to play co-op rather than solo, as downed allies can be resurrected without using one of your three deaths when in a party of two or three people. The Verdict If imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, then Koei Tecmo's Omega Force is using Wild Hearts to flirt hard with Capcom right now but using a beloved game as the template for a new one isn't necessarily a bad thing. And while Wild Hearts manages to introduce plenty of fun new ideas to the Monster Hunter formula, while recapturing it well enough to stand proudly alongside the series that so clearly inspired it, the way it simplifies and streamlines things makes for a slightly shallower package, but its Karakuri building adds a fresh new way to interact with the map in its place. And while its lower monster variety is certainly disappointing, I'm still having enough fun that I'm excited to party up with some friends and dive back into both challenging endgame fights and fanciful karakuri decorations alike. Spoken Lair Hello, it
0: is your partner big boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood?